Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 645 Pod. This is a podcast to help you follow Jesus, especially if you're part of the 645 community, and uh, but it's also for everyone else as well. My name is Anton, and I'm the minister for 645 at Christchurch St. Ives. And I'm Simon. Uh, I'm Anton's apprentice at Christchurch St. Ives. I'm an MTSer here. And we'd like to welcome you to Season 1, where we are looking through different aspects of the fruit of the Spirit. Today, we'll be looking at patience slash forbearance. So, let's go. Happy Good Friday, is that what you say? I know, it's a confusing one. I don't know. Like, it's a happy thing and it's a sad thing. Yeah, I have an, a non-Christian friend who was like, I don't know what I say to you on Easter. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. I, I don't really know what you're supposed to say then either. Yes, it is good, though. Is it happy? Is yes. it sad? It's definitely good. Um, we have a new segment this week, Simon. We do indeed. We're mixing it up, hopefully, to keep you interested in the podcast. Today, we're introducing a new segment which we're calling It's Nice to Have a Friend. Because it is nice to have friends. It is. And so in this segment, we uh, call someone from 645 uh, to check in with them, to ask how they're going, um, and to ask them some questions. Who have we got today, Simon? Who's our first friend? So today we're going to give <laughs> Veronica a call. Hey, Veronica, how are you doing? Hey, not too bad. Just taking a break from some uni work. Yeah, nice. I'm glad we could give you an excuse to have a break for some uni work. We'll have some good procrastination. It's productive. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So, we're going to get to know you very briefly now. I've got a couple of questions to ask you. Uh, and my first question is, how long have you been at 645? Uh, so, my family actually goes to a different church. So, I started coming to 645 pretty much as soon as I got my red peas. So, since 2015. Yeah, nice. Exciting. Um, and what's big in your life now? What What's taking up your time at the moment? Uh, well, I am in my last year of uni, so um, apart from the uni work, I'm just kind of dealing with the big final year sort of things, like sorting out what I'm doing for work next year, um, trying to figure out my topic for my thesis, that kind of thing. Nice. Sounds exciting. What are you doing for your thesis? That's what I'm trying to work out. Ah. <laughs> I'm thinking something to do with like intellectual property law and Ooh. Science feeds into that, or maybe like private international law and how that governs intellectual property. So, like, how different countries have their own like systems of law. Yeah. Um, and when you have like a contract or something between two different countries that have different systems of law, how do you govern that contract? How do you control? Yeah, it's kind of technical, but yeah, that's something I find interesting. So, I'm thinking something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah, cool. That sounds very interesting. And a more more faith-related question now. What's um, something that's been encouraging for you as you've been reading the Bible recently? Yeah, so um, actually this is kind of inspired by something that cropped up in Growth Group a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to Justin and Veronica's Growth Group, <laughs> um, where we were discussing sort of ways that we are to be living in response to who Jesus is. Um, and I think Luke Sadler actually brought up Colossians 3, um, and that's something I've been coming back to a couple of times. Uh, recently in my Bible reading, um, I'll just read it. So talking about um, putting on the new self, so from like verse 10-ish, and then yeah, verse 12, like, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. See what I did there? Um, <laughs> bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Mm. Um, I think that's been encouraging for me to think about the way that I um, should be trying to live and asking God uh, to help me do that. Um, 
in terms of how successful that's been so far, I'm still, I'm still working, work in progress, but uh, continually asking that that spirit will um, help me live more like that. Mm, yeah, that's an awesome verse. Cool. Glad you mentioned patience, Veronica, because that's what this episode's all about. Uh, for you right now in your new circumstances, obviously you can't uh, go to uni uh, physically anymore and things like that. When's it hard to be patient in your life at the moment? Uh, I think for me, thankfully, um, uni itself hasn't been something that I found causing a lot of impatience. Um, it's been working pretty smoothly. I think the biggest adjustment for me in terms of patience has been just living with family 24-7. Yeah. Um, I think especially as my brother and I have gotten older and sort of more adulty um, and have been out at uni a lot, I think the family's got used to having a bit more space from each other. Um, and so I think the sort of two areas that I've noticed I've had difficulties with patients, um, one is dealing with just like because we used to have a lot of space, I think a lot of the inter-family tensions about like people not doing the housework that they should be doing or like little niggly things that normally you can kind of just easily ignore or look past um, seems to sort of become more concentrated and become like a bigger deal. Um, so I think that's something that I've been finding a struggle with patients, um, even ironically like five minutes before the school. Um, so yeah, I think that's something for me. Uh, and also just like dealing with being patient with other family members um, and vice versa about like our different levels of like concern or fear um, and lack of knowledge and understanding about what's going on around us. Um, and I think, yeah, that, that's been another area that um, I've been sometimes finding it harder to be patient and loving with. Great. I think a lot of us can relate to some of those uh, difficult moments in terms of being patient with one another. Hey, thank you so much for being our first friend on uh, the 645 pod. Thanks for having me. It's been great having you on, Veronica. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Yeah, you too. See ya. It is nice to have a friend. Good segment, Simon. All right, we are going to head to our main point of discussion for today. Uh, our fruit of the spirit is patience slash forbearance. Now, when I uh, memorize the, the verse in Galatians about all the fruit of the spirit, I'm used to inserting patience, but the new NIV is translated forbearance. That's a bit annoying for my memory, but that's okay. They're very similar concepts. Uh, yeah. So, and, but I think particularly in this time of uh, Corona crisis, this may be a really uh, significant thing for us to look at because mm -hmm. of all the fruit of the spirit, I think our patience and our forbearance with others uh, is being tested in lots of ways. Mm. And just in general too, because we're kind of waiting to be able to go outside and do things again, we're kind of having to very patiently wait or very impatiently wait if you're like me. <laughs> and of course we heard from Veronica how it is uh, tricky to forbear with uh, the people in her house, uh, particularly for you, you know, with for me, I've been with the kids and all, we're kind of used to being together quite a lot, but for people like uh, Veronica and you, Simon, um, what's it been like for you to have to be home all the time with your family. It's been very weird. I mean, my family get along quite well, but um, it still is very different trying to work around each other. So at the moment, we've got like six adults in our household trying to figure out how to work and work around each other. And I have video calls. My sister wants to do singing practice. And so there's a whole lot of things that we have to try and work around each other and be patient and um, yeah, look after each other. Yeah, uh, I didn't grow up with sisters, so a sister wanting to do singing practice, that's, um, that's a new experience for me. 
so lots of lots of um, patience is required. Uh, I've got four young daughters, so you can imagine all the patience that require is required for homeschooling and just being around them all the time. Um, I love them, but much patience is required. So let's see what God has to say about patience in the Bible uh, so that um, together we may encourage one another to grow in the fruit of patience. Uh, Simon, you've had a look at uh, patience through the Bible this week. What are some of the things you found? Yeah, so I think maybe starting off looking at the idea of why is it translated as forbearance in the new NIV and has been patience in the past. Um, I think they're pretty similar words and actually the the original Greek, I'm actually learning Greek now so I can talk about this, Nerd um, <laughs> is macrothumia and that word throughout the New Testament is used either for patience or forbearance. Mm. So um, it's translated differently in different times, but it is actually all the same word, which is kind of, uh, you know, meaning forbearance or fortitude, being long suffering um, or uh, being patient. So it's kind of that all those ideas are wrapped up in this one word of waiting for things, taking your time, not being riled up, I guess. Um, Yeah, they're kind of all wrapped up in this word macrothumia which is cool. just fun to say greek word of the day nice yeah <laughs> shout out to josh hayward's greek word of the day ah there um, you go uh, so and then i was having a look throughout the whole bible and unlike the last two weeks uh this word doesn't crop up heaps um you know we had uh, over 200 times for the last two weeks in joy and peace uh but patience is less frequent, the word specifically. But I think throughout the Bible, patience is still quite a big idea in more of an underlying kind of way. You know, it's not necessarily immediately discussed, but it is there in a lot of the Bible. Um, And surprisingly, Proverbs says some things about being patient. Um, A person's wisdom yields patience. It is one's glory to overlook an offense. I thought that was a nice... A nice little proverb. Yeah, or Ecclesiastes, the end of the matter is better than beginning, and patience is better than pride. Um, also, another fun one. Um, I can't tell you anything about the Hebrew words because I don't understand how that works. <laughs> one day, Simon, one day. Uh, so, it's, um, it's quite a bit through the Bible, and it's seen as a virtue, a good thing to have, and that's not surprising because it's something that the Spirit produces in us. What are we to be patient with or for. Mm, That's true. I think that kind of comes out maybe more as we look through the New Testament, the idea of what what we should be patient um, about and in. Um, I mean, in some ways, the answer is in everything, right? Because it's the fruit of the Spirit. So it it is in all that we do, we are to be patient. Um, But throughout the New Testament, you kind of have some different glimpses of what that might look like. Um, And so one of the big emphases, emphases, I don't know which one that is. And for something. That's good. Um, Is uh, being patient with one another. Um, And so, you know, we kind of see the idea of bearing with one another. So that's not the word patience, but that is um, the idea that we have. Uh, So that's in Colossians 3.12, which says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive each other. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Yeah, that's where forbearance uh, comes in into it in particular. The, the state of being able to bear up under 
uh, provocation or um, you know someone else coming at you or annoying you um, uh, to relate to patients. So it's it's the bearing with with uh, each other uh, is the fruit of patience there. Yeah, yeah. And so in terms of um, us as a six forty five community, I think uh, the being patient with others is a big uh, concept in terms of how we. Uh, express our patience as God's people. Uh, what are some things that are, you know, in terms of bearing with each other at this time, what might that mm. look like? Why might we need to do that, particularly at this time when we're in self-isolation? Yeah, I think in some ways we need some of less types of patience because we're not actually with each other all the time. And so there's less of a immediate need of patience in in hanging out with people but I think we still need to be patient with each other um, in this time especially because uh, people will be stressed or struggling with different things or adjusting to new ways of doing things and I think we really need to be patient with each other as everyone kind of you know struggles in their own ways or um, has their own problems that they deal with and not try and kind of you know, being patient to think like, oh, why aren't you more productive now? Or why aren't you replying to me all the time? Um, but actually to give, to have patience towards one another as we, um, you know, try and work out how to relate in a different way um, at, a, at a different time. Yeah. And so we, because of our external stresses and the whole craziness of the situation, yes, we're not going to be operating as optimally as we might uh, usually do. Uh, and also we're around different people who we're normally around. So particularly a lot of us, it's it's family members or it's housemates. Uh, this is, a, I think, this is a particular uh, challenge for us at the moment to bear with one another, uh, to be patient with one another and to forgive one another. Um, what, uh, what, might, what does that look like kind of in, in this time now for us as God's people? Mm. I think in some ways it's a similar discussion to peace that we had last week. Um, in terms of not wanting to be um, causing angst or um, riling other people up and patience kind of really fits in with that as well. Um, so, you know, being not reactive with people in your household or giving them the benefit of the doubt and actually being patient with them as they struggle too um, and not, uh, yeah, not, not being easily riled up by people and what they do and if there's little things that annoy you that they do, um, actually kind of being prepared to talk those things through rather than actually just snapping at them or being frustrated, um, actually taking the time to, to slow down and to actually think through how you're reacting to things um, and think through how the other person is going um, and how you can interact well um, rather than just being impatient, snapping and being frustrated. Um, yeah, because that's not going to go well for you at this time because there's not really much escape from being around people in your house. That's right. So there's a practical reason to be patient so that, you know, it's not going to go well for you. And that's kind of the, the wisdom side of patience. But uh, how does the gospel lead us to patience? What mm. is it about God that uh, draws us to, uh, to be patient? Yeah, I think this is where I was saying earlier about how the word patience doesn't show up heaps in um, the Bible, but the concept underlying it is um pretty big. And I think that's what you see uh, when you look through all of the Old Testament in God and how he relates to his people. Um, so God is pretty patient with the Israelites, even though they are frustrating and sinful mm -hmm. and fail him. Um, he actually is 
very patient in how he deals with them. He does eventually, you know, get angry and punish them and all that sort of thing. Um, but God is kind of the supreme example of what it looks like to be patient with people um, when they are being frustrating and annoying and sinful. Um, you really see God's patience uh, shine through throughout the Old Testament in how he uh, deals with his people um, and doesn't just immediately smite them for being terrible, um, but actually gives them chances to repent and to come back and turn to him. Um, and then, you know, that ultimate thing is seen in Jesus in when we look in the gospel. Um, and so God gives us an opportunity to actually turn to him and to be saved. And so God's example of patience that we see there um, is really important. Um, so, you know, Romans 2.4 says, uh, Or do you show contempt to the riches of his kindness, forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? I've got one. So in 2 Peter 3.9, it's all about the Lord being patient. Mm. So the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And that's mm. the classic verse of when people go, oh, why doesn't God, or why doesn't Jesus come back now and fix the whole world yeah. um, and, uh, and sort it all out? Well, the answer is because God is patient. He wants mm. the full number of people to come back to him and to re repent, to turn from their sin and to follow Jesus. And uh, that's why God didn't come 60 years ago before any of us were born because he wanted us to uh, repent and turn to him. Mm. Um, and so, yes, the Lord's patience is the big thing that uh, the we look at in when when we are in situations when we're uh, patient, mm. and so I was you know thinking about you know with, with housemates or with um, family um, when it, when it's you know says bear with one another, it you know it's a right recognition that we're not going to always get on with one another. We are going to annoy each other, um, but it did make me go okay. There may well be a reason why other people are annoyed at me, and uh, as much as you know it may be their problem, it may very well be what is annoying you know, in me as well or about me as well. So God has been massively patient with me in my rebelliousness and my stubbornness and my ignorance. Remembering the patience of God may help us to be patient with others who may be annoyed, annoyed us for a right reason, even if it's for not a legitimate reason, then we can still overflow with patience because God has overflowed with patience to us. Um, and so, like, you look at the idea of, of God's patience, of him um, being long-suffering, of uh, that being our focus, and thinking about how we can also then be patient. It kind of leads you to think about um, some other ways that we can uh, be patient too. Um, so more than just being patient with other people, um, there's more to being patient in the Bible that we kind of see, that um, we should be patient uh, in uh, continuing to do good, in um, not giving up in things when they're difficult, or patient in suffering. Um, so continuing uh, to be patient even when things are hard, uh, to not uh, you know get riled up or get angry at God for not things not being easier, but actually to 
uh, patiently endure uh, suffering. So that's 2 Corinthians uh, 1, 6, um, where Paul says, uh, if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, uh, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Um, so patient uh, endurance is uh, something that's really important. Oh, and that pushes us forward to the ultimate patience. We are waiting for the Lord to return. And mm. so in this time of, uh, you know, we're seeing the an obvious example of this world is not how it should be. It's not... Uh, it's not right. This world is, there's, there's evil and, and not goodness in this world. Uh, and, but in this, in the midst of this, uh, tumultuous world, we wait patiently for the Lord, knowing that he has promised to return and he will return and set things right at the proper time. Mm. And that's another great source for our patience, right? We've got the idea of God being patient throughout time with us but we also can be patient because we're looking forward to something so we have kind of you know if things are immediately frustrated now um, then we actually have something that we're working towards and looking towards which um, you know with that the end view of uh, the new heavens and the new earth and everything being restored uh, firmly in sight that means it helps us to be able to be patient uh, with others in doing good in suffering now because we know there's an end goal and we can patiently wait uh, for that to happen. And so a really helpful thing in being patient is reminding yourself of that future, of um, not forgetting where where we're headed, um, but actually remembering that, that there is something beyond our average patience now um, that we can look to to endure through uh, life. So when we're when we're frustrated or when we feel like or when we're impatient and we know that we're called to be patient with our the people we live with or with our circumstances or with the world in general, we can look or back. with the people we work with. Uh, yes, if that ever happens. Um, then we, should, we can look back to the cross and see how God has been patient with us in saving us and we can look forward to the return of Jesus to see where we're all headed, knowing that uh, the world will be set right. Mm. And, and in that, that's how the Holy Spirit produces the fruit of patience in our lives. All right. Well, now here we are with our next segment, and it's one that you all know already. It is Blank Space, where Anton and I work through some Bible trivia. Yeah, the other day, my sister was doing some ironing while she was listening to our podcast, and I heard her get up to the Bible trivia thing and trying to work out the answers. So that was exciting to hear that uh, Anton and I are not the only ones who struggle at Bible trivia, but there are other people as well who are who are battling to try and think of some answers. Uh, so here we go. We are, well, what are our points? Do you remember what we're on, Anthony? Oh, yeah, I do remember very well, Simon. It is, uh, we're, we're back on Even Stevens with two points all. So yeah. the comeback is on. Yeah, so there's a lot of tension now. Who's who's going to end ahead yep. in yep. this segment? Mm-hmm. All right, shall I go first? Yeah. We're up to the, the things in the Bible category of yep. Bible trivia. Okay, what was the occupation of Demetrius? <laughs> um, Good old Demetrius. Honest, I have no clue. Um, it's a Greek-sounding name, so it's probably New Testament. Uh, and I want to say... What's, what's, what's a random job that I can just pick out of my head? 
Um, Atana. Atana. No, you're right with the New Testament. It's from Acts 19. He was a silversmith. So, if memory uh, serves me right, he crafted idols. Uh, and so yeah. was angry when Paul came and said, yes. the idols are silly. What kind of wood was Moses instructed to use in building the ark? At least this question gives you context, right? True, <laughs> yes. Um, I think it was acacia wood. You are Yay! correct. Yay! It's always the first time Anton hits the lead. Okay, there we go. Now, time for a comeback, Simon. Oh, look. Now, I did. we did warn viewers that, or listeners, that... Um, the, the the level of Bible trivia is very random and varied. Yep. Who was Doeg the Edomite? Are you kidding me? No, it's just it is literally the next question to ask. <laughs> but it already told me who he was. He was an Edomite. <laughs> True. I'll need a little bit more information for the point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know the who that it's asking. Like, what was his job? What was he in relation to people? Um, I'll take what was his job. Um, two job-related questions. Mm. Come on. Uh, a soldier. He was Saul's head shepherd in 1 Samuel 21. Okay. I do admit that well, you had two difficult questions, but also yeah. that's how it goes. And you are about to get this question... Okay, well, I um, kind of want to say this question is unfair in how easy it is compared to the two questions I just got. I think I should get some kind of handicap from this um, because if you get this question wrong, I think you'll get a phone call from Nigel um, asking you how you are. Um, <laughs> because this question, okay, and I cannot believe that I'm going to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. How many disciples did Jesus appoint? How many disciples? Yeah. Twelve. Oh, yay. Yay. Wow. Well done. Hope you got that one. I should have left more time for the people at home to, to get on the scorebook with that one. <laughs> well, this was a ridiculous round. This reminds me of when we first started playing and I would get all those ridiculous questions and you'd get all those really easy questions. Yeah, but it was I would a real fun time for me. <laughs> but I would still lose at the end. In the end, so yeah. you know. Uh, so the score after episode three of Bible Trivia is Anton on four, Simon on two. I'm not a sore loser at all. Not at all. Not at all. That was blank <laughs> I space. Think, I don't think either of us are sore losers. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's end it now. That was blank space. Hope you had fun. All right, uh, we are heading into our final segment called King of My Heart, where we look at a spiritual discipline for us all to try to engage with God and to have uh, Jesus as King of our hearts. Last time we did what, Simon? Uh, We talked about uh, uh, praising God. So we talked, I'm going to say that again. Uh, So we talked about uh, prayers of praise towards God. Um, So we were talking about uh, what it means to actually just praise God for who he is. So looking at a prayer from the prayer book uh, or reading Psalms and then praising God for his character in response to that. How'd you go with it, Simon? Uh, look, I was I was a bit average with this one. I um, I think I did it every day, but sometimes it was a little whole, half-hearted. Um, I um, 
Yeah, I definitely struggle a bit with this one. I think in general I struggle more with prayer than I do with Bible reading. So mm-hmm. I'll probably generally battle with the prayer ones compared to Bible reading ones. Sure. Uh, but there was one time where I um, was very distracted and so intentionally, repeatedly prayed through um, the common prayer prayer of praise that we looked at. Um, and that was quite nice. I was feeling... It was, I was feeling stressed because I was distracted about being stressed and life and things. Um, and it was actually really helpful to kind of repeatedly read something and praise God and try and uh, refocus myself on God and who he is. Yeah. How did you go, Anton? Yeah, I went better this week than last time. Um, I worked through the, the last few Psalms in the book of Psalms and read them and uh then in turn praised God for what I was reminded of in those Psalms and just focusing on uh, God's character and and praising him. uh, For me, it just took me away from myself and my own situation and my own worries and selfishness and went to saw the glory of God and uh, found great comfort and in some ways distraction in that. Um, So that we go, no, God is... um, uh, God is so wonderful and so uh, and so caring for us and um, so much bigger than us that I was really comforted by that. So I thought it was good. Well, what are we doing this week, Simon? Yeah, so we're going to be doing written prayers this week. So uh, sometimes you can get really distracted when you're praying, um, kind of not really focus and not really think about it. And so actually writing out what you're going to pray beforehand uh, is a really great way to, um, yeah, really be intentional about how you pray and to be able to focus through your prayer as well, because you've already planned what you're going to say. And so you can actually pray through uh, what you're praying. Um, And so we're going to plan on writing out our prayers um, and then praying through them for the next week. And this is something I haven't done for years and years and years, and I didn't do it very much when I did do it last. So um, I'm looking forward to how this will challenge me and uh, help me focus on uh, some good things that we uh, uh, should pray to God for and ask God for. Now, we don't need to write down everything we pray to God, but at least to have uh, write down one prayer um, to pray to God uh, each day. I think that's what I'm aiming for. Hmm. Yeah. Same. Cool. That's King of My Heart. Let's go and go out and do it. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been our latest episode of the 645 Pod. I hope that's been helpful for you to think about our patience and what that looks like and how we can be patient. Uh, If you're enjoying it, make sure you subscribe to us um, so you can get uh, our next episodes delivered straight to your phones so you can listen to us. Um, You know, we're about 30 minutes, which is the amount of recommended exercise per day. So why don't you take us for a walk with you um, and we can uh, encourage you while you're going for a walk or do what my sister did and do some ironing around the house um, while you listen to us. Um, And also get in touch with us on Facebook. We've got our 645 pod page. Um, find us there send us a message it's really uh, lovely those of you who have sent us messages to say what you found helpful or that you've um, been encouraged by that's really great for us we'd love uh, yeah you to get in touch and give us any feedback um, and make sure you join us for church online I'm assuming you'll probably listen to this post the uh, Good Friday service uh, but you know join us for Easter Sunday across the day um, and for church online every week as that continues um, next week we are going to be looking at Anton do you want to tell us 
We're looking at the fruit of kindness. Mm. So, yeah. Don't know what we're going to do with that, but we will find out next time. I definitely have thoughts. I like being kind to people. <laughs> you you are very good at kind. If I'm like, um, patience is one of my strong qualities, I reckon. I reckon kindness is one of yours, Simon. So, oh, I look forward that. to... Um, to, it's like the reverse of banter. It's, in, it's encouragement. Oh, who would have thought there's a reverse of banter? There's another option to banter. Um, so I'm looking forward to gaining much wisdom from you as uh, well as, well as um, obviously, from the Word of God. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to having that chat and uh, helping us all think about how we can be kind uh, in our lives. Sounds good. See you all next time. See ya. See ya.